Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. Right across from the table from me, here is the Matt Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? I'm good, John. How are you? I'm good, my man. I'm good. It's raining, but at least it's not freezing cold. This is true. This is true. Man, it just can't make up its mind. Of course, that's kind of Arkansas. It is Arkansas. If you don't like the weather, stick around. It'll change. That's right. Wait five minutes. That's right. (laughs) That's right. So, man. We were off off last week. Yes. Didn't have an episode for the first time in a while. Uh, kind of a cliffhanger too, because when we met, when we did last one, we were starting the state championships right. in basketball. Right. We observed a spring break, so we took a little break. You we, you went down to L.A. I did, I did down to the to God's country. <laughs> oh, it was so nice. It first time so nice. that you've uh, got to spend some time with your parents since I guess. You know, we've seen each other for a day or so. For a part of a day, I guess, three or four times. Right. But the first time that we've gone and stayed in their house since March of last year. That's insane. So, Mama and Daddy were glad to see their baby. Oh, man. I hooked my Mama three times when I first got there. (laughs) That's awesome. It was good to see him. And, you know, it, it makes you appreciate, you know, you get, as you get older, a lot of people don't have their parents. Sure. And, uh, so it's like, you know, for me, it was kind of like you know, there there'll be a time if if chain events go as normal, there'll be a time where we won't have that. That's right. And so, to it, boy, it really makes you appreciate. You it. bet. You it bet. does. Just cherish every moment. Oh, for sure. I did, and I didn't want to leave. Right. I, I, the only thing is, I missed my bed. Yeah. I told somebody last <laughs> night. I was like, I missed my bed. And I said, if I could take my bed with me. Yeah. I just stay gone, stay gone all the time. <laughs> you know, it's it, it, and you you probably can uh, relate to this, but when you go back home, where you grew up, your childhood, there's just something. I don't know if it's familiarity or just comfort. You just you just feel at peace when you're back at home. Man, for me, and it was like this. I can remember it being like this in college. Absolutely, because you know, in college, you experience a different type of stress than you did when you were in high school. Right. School's harder. You're having to responsibility. Yeah. Responsibility hits. You've got to study on your own time, uh, et cetera. And so, whenever you leave, like I, I can remember pulling out of Cersei and just like the shoulders dropped. <laughs> yes, no doubt. And it was like I'm on my way home, and that's how I felt Friday. I was like, I actually feel like. The stress is going away, and I haven't even got there yet. Right. For me, when I was leaving Henderson, it was, it was always I was always stressed and tense until I got off the on ramp onto the interstate, and it was like Conway. No, or oh, oh, in yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, in Arkansas. Yeah. As soon as I hit the interstate, it was like it it's was homecoming, home, buddy. Home free, baby. <laughs> You're exactly right. Yeah. And I tell you, I had a I had a classmate that that uh, passed away Monday. Uh, was shot and killed. I don't know the details, but let me tell you, after being home for a week, mm-hmm. I think it hit harder. Just hits different, yeah. Yeah, because when you hear something like that and it's and you kind of you haven't been so connected, right? It's like, uh, man, that's that's terrible. 
but you don't feel it as much. But when you're there and it's a, and you're kind of back in it, it, it hits harder. Sure, that makes sense. It hits harder. But we've got talk about change. Yeah, and change in weather, change in events. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> we were all engulfed in not only high school basketball but Razorback basketball as we were heading into the SEC tournament last time we met and last time we had a podcast. Yeah. Um, Went into the tournament as a three seed, high expectations, you know, didn't really know where we would go, how far yeah. we would go. But, man, I'll tell you what, I was proud of this bunch. I was too. You know, when we talked last, we were kind of joking about how all we've heard is how great Colgate is. <laughs> right. Can we get by them? And, hey, they, they perform, which you expect most teams to at least play, th- yeah, I won't say three quarters, but there's not three quarters, but at least 20 to 30 minutes. Sure. That's when those extra five, six on the bench show up. Right. Uh, and so, of course, we pulled it, pulled that one out. But the next two. They were battles. Man. They were just good basketball game. Texas Tech, you know, we we get down. What did we get down to them? 12? Or? Yeah, at least. Yeah, I believe it was 12, 10 or 12. And early. Then, early. And then battled back and, and scratched and clawed and pulled that one out yeah. at the end. And then we go in face a 15 seed and Oral Roberts who we thought you know I thought we would we would handle pretty easily the only thing that scared me about them is that when we played them earlier in the season right it never was we never separated from them until the last couple sure. of minutes only thing I thought was different was we were a much better team yeah we had Devo playing at a higher level um, Jalen Williams was playing at a higher. I yeah. don't even think he stepped on the court the first time no. we played him. So I thought as good as we as we had been playing, mm-hmm. and they were playing above their heads. That's what I was gonna say. Is they were playing out of their minds, <laughs> right? I mean, they were. It was almost like they were they were out of body experience. Yes. I mean, they're beating Ohio State. They're beating Florida. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell this you, this team lost nine games. Right, finished fourth in their yeah. league. I mean, I looked through. They were getting beat by South Dakota. North Dakota State. Powerhouses. Right. <laughs> right. And you're like, how does that? And when you look at the kids that are playing, you're yeah. like, how did you let How did you let these teams beat you? Because I'm telling you, they were good. I'm, that that Acemas kid. That big, the big kid? Well, the little guard. Oh, you're talking about the guard. Yes. He play anywhere in the country. That's exactly right. Kid can hoop. And that big kid. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He can sh- Man, he's got such a sweet touch he for does. such a big guy. Yeah. But we, uh, we got down 14 to them. And, uh. Battled back. Yeah. Squeaked that one out. Squeaked. Barely. Yeah, barely. Devo. Yes. Hit a big shot with what? Uh, two and a half seconds, three seconds left. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was two. It's two point something. Yeah. Two point something. But I'm going to tell you, and I know you're fixing to get into the game, but I was he was never more impressive than he was last night as far as in the second half. Devo. Yes. Yeah. He's going to be special. Man. He is. He really is. And, we, you know, we'll kind of get into it, but – Hog season ended last night. Man, what a run we had. It was the first time that the Hogs had been back to the Elite Eight in 26 years. Since 95. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Uh, finished the year 27-7, and 13-4 in conference play, which they'd won 12 straight regular season conference games. Which, yeah. That's incredible. It's first top ten ranking in 26 years. I mean. It's, and, and theoretically, you look at it, we're going to finish there. Yeah, should. Should yeah. finished as one of the last eight teams standing. So yeah. um, I don't know. I was I was very happy with with the way you know if if you look at it as a whole. If you would have told me at the beginning of the season we're gonna we're gonna make it to the lead eight, I'd have said let's do it. I'm I'll take that right now. Oh yeah, I mean you you know honestly, we're just hoping to make the tournament. Yeah, right. 
I mean, there's some of us that are like, you know, man, we got to get past the first round. <laughs> and we really needed to, I mean, to be to the next level of where we've been in the past few years. We needed to see a sweet 16. Yes, that's right. That's right. And he got us there. Muss has got us there in his second year here. And what's really encouraging to me is not only am I a fan of Musselman and the way he coaches, you know, he brings a lot of energy. I, I love the way he makes the in-game adjustments. You know, if you look at that game last night to start the game off, they were just torching us on defense because yeah. because we were trying to play over and through the screens. Right. And when he saw that wasn't working, he said, all right, scrap it. We're going to switch everything. And it did give us some mismatches on their guards, mm-hmm. but it, it eliminated the back screen. Right. And the back pick and the wide open dunk. Like, that it, it made that a, killed. it yeah, was so obvious. It was so obvious. But he made he made adjustments in yes. the game and he, he does he has done that all year. And so for me, like you look at this team, you had three freshmen. Yeah. You had two transfers. Yes. And then you had you have a one and done. So you have a mixed bag. So when you go out and recruit this offseason, you've got all those you things. You can go anywhere. You can go anywhere. And and so I guess where I'm going with that is not only can you recruit Big time up and coming freshman, right? But you 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 feel confident that Musselman is not just going to go out and grab anybody out right. of the transfer portal. Like he's going to vet these guys. Oh, and and here's another thing to that 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 some may think goes against what you're saying, but it actually goes right in it. Is that everybody that enters the portal, Arkansas reaches out to? Sure. So you think, well, they're just going to look for everybody. Well, no, no. They're looking at everybody. That's right. They're going to look at them. Sure. And they're evaluating their film. That's they're right. They're seeing how they're going to fit in their system. Like, to me, and, and of course, I'm not in tune with every team, but just because I know Arkansas basketball, I think you would be hard-pressed to find two transfers that had a bigger impact on their team than Justin Smith and, and Tate. And Tate. I mean, those two guys were – I mean, they're, they're the reason we got where we got this year. And Tate in the in the playoffs and in the, in the he, tournament, he took it to a different level. He did, he did, he did. And and hey, even Note, yeah, that's right. I mean, another one that transferred. I right? saw, I yeah, saw, he's from like Jacksonville State or something. Yeah, I saw a deal today, uh, just to sh- to show you how valuable Smith is to this team. He played, I think, thirty six some odd minutes last night, and when he was in the game, the score of the game was seventy two seventy one, so one point differential. The three and a half minutes, four minutes that he was out of the game, yeah. they outscored us ten to nothing. Yeah, so I mean, he's that big of a difference. Absolutely, and also, I think we started out thirteen and two, like the the score thirteen to two. Oh yeah, we were getting drummed. And after thirteen to two, we won seventy to sixty eight. Right. Yeah. We just <laughs> we got to figure out that first ten minutes of the ball game. It's killed us. And if you'd have told me, first of all, if you'd have told me. That we could get down by thirteen or whatever it was. We were to, down no, eighteen. The eighteen to yeah. Baylor, and have a chance to win. I just told you, not happening. Yeah. But also, if you'd have told me that Baylor was going to shoot <laughs> at that mark, it was unreal. It was. I mean, now they they were getting some wide open looks. I get it, and our defense was not great at the it beginning. It was not. Of the game. But even at that, like when I, I think I I tweeted the group or texted the group last night, like I don't care if you shoot on air. Like with nobody in your face you in an open gym, you gotta miss at some point, and they were not. No, it, it was unreal. And and the thing is, is so 
if you take several of our games shooting percentage-wise this year, we would have got beat by 40 points. Oh, yeah. We shot 48% last night. Right. There was a time till later in the game we were at, both teams were shooting 60%. Yeah. And that Mitchell kid for Baylor is something else. God, he wouldn't get those other fouls, would he? No, he wouldn't. <laughs> like, I don't know how you go the entire second half without fouling at all. Like, he didn't foul any in the second half. It's like you got to sit down because you got two fouls. Okay. <laughs> I just won't get any more fouls. How about that? Man, that guy is so fast. He, oh, goodness Dude, gracious. And he's one of those players that he literally, and you know he knows it, that he could go by you anytime. Anytime he wants That's to. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Arkansas season comes to an end. It was a great run. Good good season. Uh, Moody, he gone. I, I think so. I mean, you know, everybody was disappointed with Moody last sure. night. He did not play well. He didn't play well for two games. Um, but, I mean, I take him any day of the week. Shoot, he's, he's as good as, as as most players in the league. Now, he probably didn't help himself in the tournament. But he's still going to get paid. Oh, big time! Yeah, and you can't and you can't look at that kid and say, "Oh, you should come back." Well, I want you to come back, absolutely. But you you have a brain, therefore you're going to go to the NBA. <laughs> you have to, yeah. I mean, you have to when you get when you get ranked that high and, and projected to go in the top fifteen picks, you have no option. Like, no, I mean, now if you come from like if you're like Johnny Benzel and I come from all this money and you know it doesn't yeah, matter, right? Then whatever. Sure. But, I mean, most of us. It's life-changing money. It's a life-changing type deal. That's right. That's I'm still right. waiting on mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to lottery pick next week. I don't think so either. <laughs> but, no, I, you know, I, I get it. And Arkansas fans are passionate. And I understand that most of them were just trying to talk themselves into Moody should stay. That's yeah, why they were right. so upset. But he didn't play well. I mean, bottom line, he just did not play no, good. He and, didn't show up. But, but here's the thing, too, is. He – proof is, is the bad shots he took, he's wanting to make shots. Yes. He's shooting because he wants to make that's them. Right. And, and he believes he's going to make that's them. That's right. He just – it wasn't there. It just wasn't there. That's right. That's, and, and and last night, 80 to 90% of the time he was in the game, he was a liability. Yeah, he was. Because he turned the ball over and he forced shots that we didn't need to take. That's right. And and I believe I believe that Note was in the ball game with four fouls because yeah. he didn't want to put Moody back in. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and, and somebody made the statement in the same sentence that it was bad coaching because we left J.D. in with four fouls and it was bad coaching because we took Smith out. And I'm like, well, the reason you took Smith out is the same reason you wanted J.D. to stay in. Yeah. I mean, to come out. Yeah. But here's the difference. We got lots of guards. Yeah, that's right. I mean, one of them goes out. We We got others. Yeah. But guess what? We ain't got that many big men. Well, and you can't say it's bad coaching. I mean, no. you, yeah, that's and he'd already gambled once. That's right. That's right. I mean, at some point, that's got to come down to the player just knowing the situation and being a smart basketball. Yeah, player. And it was a bad call. It was terrible charge. Look at the Mitchell kid. I mean, he he didn't foul the entire second half because right. he knew he couldn't. Right. Like, you just can't. You go, can't do it. You can't do it. That, that vital was it vital. Yeah. His fifth foul was the dumbest. It was. Dumbest. He made two or three fouls like that. I know it. I was like, that kid is big and physical and talented as he is, 
makes the worst defensive decisions. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. He had just got done throwing that one down yep. that he caught off the rebound. And then hits the elbow of a three-pointer. <laughs> yeah. That's so dumb. It was dumb. So, I got a question for you. All right. What you got? Because I have feelings about this, and I don't hear anybody else talking about it much, but Justin Smith, yeah. next level. It's a good possibility. I think uh, I think a, I think he'll go to the G League and somebody will give him a shot. I think, yeah. I think he'll eventually probably end up overseas somewhere. Okay. If he could develop a shot, yeah, I think he could play in the NBA for sure. But I don't know that I don't know that they're going to give him that much time. I, I just don't know the developmental league and how much how much yeah. leeway they give you. So here's what stands out to me as far as next level for him is his strength. Oh, he's a beast. And you don't see many people that big that can jump like sure. that. That's true. That's true. And so typically when we see kids that are super, super talented that can't get to the next level, it's because of their size. Yeah. Right. Well, he's got that yeah, and he, the strength. Right. Which is why I think they'll give him an opportunity. Yeah. I just don't know that. He's not a shooter. And and I, I haven't seen him blow by somebody to go to the no. ball. So, yeah. I, I, offensively, I don't know what he can bring to the table. Right. But for sure, he's athletic and <sighs> love to watch him dunk, man. man. It's impressive. When he gets up there, it's just like he's just going to tear the thing <laughs> off the backboard. <laughs> no doubt. And, uh, and, he, and, and when he starts out to go down with the ball, it looks like his elbows are fixing to hit the rim. Yeah. It's a fun team, fun team to watch. So, we got Houston and Baylor um, on one side of the bracket, yeah. all, on all-Texas side, semifinal. Gonzaga playing on a different level. I do, I, now, I do I do expect USC to play them tough. i tell you what impressed me about USC. You don't see very many seven-footers that can move like that. They're, they're long and athletic. Buddy, yes. Which presents problems. I don't care who you are. Who you are. That's right. Well, it's going to be harder to score mm-hmm. on athletics length. Yes, for sure. Is on what, I mean, we, we just – we played hard last night. We didn't play great defense. Yeah, that's true. So we got Gonzaga and USC on the other side, and then on the bottom side of the bracket, you got Michigan and UCLA. The kind of the that could be a game. Cinderella story. Man, UCLA's playing some ball. They are. They're playing well. And 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 watching them play, it's not like these. You know, you see some teams, and you're like, I cannot believe that went in. But you watch UCLA play, and you're like, man, those kids are good. Yeah, that's right. How were they not better? I don't know. I mean, which their record was. Pretty decent. Yeah. What were they like? Twenty three and seven or something like that. Twenty yeah. and seven. So anyway, that's uh, that'll wrap up our pretty much all of our hog basketball talk. We're gonna run through um, our state championship games for high school. Yeah. Which, by the way, I didn't print it out. I forgot until we got in here. But we can go ahead and announce the official. You want to play your? Do I get to hear my jingle? Let me Again? make sure it's the right one. <laughs> Is it that one? You got to turn the volume up. Oh, I got to turn the volume Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Turn it up. I've been ready. Turn it up. <laughs> well, I'll kiss your boots if you can do it. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. A well-deserved, thank you, sir. Championship ring for Maddie Stats, and I say well-deserved because I should know more. <laughs> you did all the work. <laughs> well, I don't say I didn't do all the work, but but like I knew more about these teams than most people just because I I studied them right. for a while. 
And you kicked my butt. Well, I don't. What do you know what the final ended up being? No, nah, you won two or three game difference, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but I, you probably won by 20, 20 plus. Well, it was a, it was tight going into the final couple of days. It, well, it was it was tighter when I, before we figured out I couldn't add. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. So you want to take us through the boys? Yeah, yeah. So some great games, man. Some fun games to watch. Uh, Viola. Beat Westside to win the 1A. That that thing, did Westside ever beat them this year? They beat them once. They beat them once. Yeah. That's right. They they split at home. Yeah. But uh, same conference. Man, Viola was good. Westside was rolling. They were. Uh, because didn't Viola lose in the regional? And Westside ended up winning the regional, but they didn't beat Viola? I don't remember exactly how it went down. I know, I know Viola stomped them in the finals of the conference tournament. Viola yeah. beat Westside really bad. You know what? I think Viola beat him pretty bad. Maybe it was was it the regional. I don't remember. I don't know. But regardless, yeah, they're just two good teams. Got triplets. You know, we talked about it a little bit. Their dad's <laughs> the coach, but man, those kids can play. They're triplets. Good. That's yeah. nuts, man. <laughs> yeah. So what if they're all in the same class. I think so. Same grade. I think they're all seniors. <laughs> You'd hope so if they're triplets. Yeah, and I think they, uh, I think they said that they're better at baseball. I'd be the one triplet that was a grade behind. <laughs> right. <laughs> now I'm, I'll be back next year. <laughs> and they're better in baseball. That's what they said. Well, we're going to talk about baseball, so mm-hmm. we, we might, as good as they were in basketball, if they're better, we may need to look into Viola. Yeah, for sure. Uh, two A man, this game right here. Wow. Woo, a heartbreaker for the Caddo Hills Indians. Uh, I, closer than I thought. I thought Marianne Lee was going to run off with it, Me but just too. because they did all year long, right? Uh, but man, Caddo Hills came to play and had had the game a couple of times. And they did. I, you know, I watched. I think I watched most of that game, and I had to leave the office um, right before it went into the second overtime. Yeah, and then I think you told me they ended up pulling. That's away. right. That's because I think we were. I was in your office for. Some of the first overtime, and, and, and it was like, holy cow, they tied it again. Right. Uh, but, man, hats off to Lee. Yep. Harding Academy, the the kind of the the one you wouldn't think through the season would be kind state of, champion. Yeah, kind of a Cinderella story. They I mean, were. Really. They were. Beat Mayflower 42-38. Good Mayflower team. Really thought they would end up winning. This one here, uh, no shock. Uh, Mills beat Morlton. Uh, apparently close game. It was. I mean, a lot closer than I expected it yeah. to be. That Mills team is They're loaded. full of talent. Yeah, yes. Uh, Jonesboro, you know, we talked about this all season. I say all season. Two-thirds of the season when we figured out Jonesboro was legit. Right. Uh, you know, and coming in, I thought, man, you know, we've got Sylvan up there. We've got uh, Park Parkview up there. But it could, we just don't know. Jonesboro may be the best team in the state. And uh, they they – Pretty much handled everybody. Uh, they, uh, Ma Mel was, I wouldn't say Cinderella story because they were just in tough conference. They were, you know, tough. they beat Parkview, right? But they were, they were kind of like, uh, like Izzard County seemed to be in that other conference. Sure, beat everybody else. Yeah, but they just couldn't quite get over that. Well, not to the state tournament, yeah. and you know they beat they Sylvan. Uh, beat Sylvan. Yeah, and then uh, Jonesboro, they, they they beat them by two. Played them tough. Yeah, uh, and then North Little Rock. Man, <laughs> Central a, beat them twice. Yeah, in the regular season, yeah. by I think eight to ten both times. Like Central beat them in the regional. 
think so. I think no, they don't have a regional six A. I think they only played twice. Oh, they didn't play a regional. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you, if that kid from North Little Rock will get aggressive, I wish he was in Fayetteville. Yeah. Now they've offered him, right? The Hogs have. I, I would assume they have, yeah, but think, isn't he committed to I don't know. If, I don't know if he's committed. I know he's been offered by, I think, by Arkansas A&M. Oh, I thought he had committed. Okay. But so, he, I mean, he's a 22 guy, so he's just a junior. He's a junior. Yeah. He's seven foot. Yeah. <laughs> and he can move. Can you imagine being 16 years old and being seven? No, seven I cannot. And uh, and he can move. That's the thing about it. Especially, you th- you see 20-year-old guys are seven foot, and you're like, man, they just, they're slow. They can, they're in, they're in uh, you're not coordinated. You expect a sixteen-year-old kid to be uncoordinated seven foot, and he's yeah. not. No, you. They were interviewing uh, Coach Rice after the the state championship and yeah. ask, asking him about him, and he said, "There's no question in my mind that he can play. He can be a pro guy. Like he's got. Oh, sure. He's got the ability and, and everything it takes. He's just got to develop. And and that yeah, you know, he is a kid. Yes, that's right. He's impressive. So why don't you take? Oh, anyway, we'll finish that. North Little Rock. Yeah, you're now state champion That's in six right. A. Beat Central. Yeah. So go ahead and take us to the girls. Yeah. So girls uh, had some great games through the girls throughout the state tournament and in in the finals as well. So in the one A girls, Royal Special and Norfolk from that same conference. Yes, <laughs> Norfolk the four seed. Yes. So played well coming into the tournament, and then they just uh, kind of ran out of gas as Rural Special, uh, the ladies won the state championship there, won a 48-40. to 40. Melbourne, the Bearcats with a Z. With a Z. <laughs> Junk's favorite team. and who Best he, team in the state. He feels like is the best girls team in the state, and it'd be hard to argue because they handled business. They beat Salem, which is another conference opponent. Uh, beat them 55 to 34, just handled business there. Well, you know Salem's tired of playing them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no doubt. So, 3A, the girls, Mayflower, had both their boys and girls in the state finals. The girls were actually able to get it done, won a state title, and beat center point 29 to 27. So, low-scoring affair there. 4A, another conference battle here for a state championship. Harrison beat Farmington, which I believe Farmington had beat them. Farmington beat them. Uh, in the so so Harrison goes all this time undefeated all the way through the season, gets beat by I think P Ridge beat him in the, it might have been Farmington one of them beat him in the conference championship or no conference uh, tournament tournament right so they were the four seed going the regional it's crazy and so uh, then they get beat by P Ridge I think in the regional and then in the regional. Three four game the consolation game Farmington beats them there yeah so these girls go into the <laughs> and and we had them at one all year long and we're right. like we're like Star City has proven that they're clearly the best team right. in the state Harrison's not quite as good as we thought <laughs> wrong turns out to be we were right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we weren't wrong we were just originally right that's right that's right so Harrison beats Farmington in the final sixty eight fifty four. Congratulations to the Lady Goblins there. 5A, Jonesboro. Man. Cinderella story right here. I'm telling you, they beat a West Memphis team that come out of nowhere. <laughs> only beat them eight. And only beat them eight. One and 11? Yeah. They were one, right? one and 11 in conference. And then go on to win their conference tournament, get into the, re- or I guess get into the state tournament, and just knock off Valonia, which to me, Valonia was playing as good as anybody in the state. Mm-hmm. Man, those girls were playing ball. They were. 
And so, congratulations to Jonesboro. They have two state titles up there. That's special. That's awesome. And then the 6A Northside beats Fayetteville in a heck of a ball game. Uh, Jersey Wolfenbarger did not play well. I mean, she was 100% uh, just not not an effect of the game it, at all. I mean, to look at it, a lot, it reminded you a lot of last night. With Moody. Right with Moody, yeah. yeah. Your, your best well, player. You could even look at 95 with Cordless. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Big game. I mean, they just they just did not play well. And she didn't either. But but you could tell. And it, it was hurting her. Oh, yeah. You know, when she fouled out, she was balling. Yes. And they were still winning. Yeah. But she just, she loves it. Yeah. She, she does. And she probably felt like she let her teammates down. Yeah. You know. She probably did. But they ended up pulling it out. Was it in overtime? That, yeah, yeah, it that did. Went, went to overtime, and, and that's when I thought, well, they they're going to overtime, and she's not in the game. Yeah, oh, this deal's over. Right, they, they pulled it out. So congratulations, Northside. We've had them at number one pretty much all year, and they pulled it out, won the state championship, fifty-two to fifty-one. So that'll wrap up our high school boys and girls basketball talk for the year. It's been fun uh, learning about these teams. It has been, and uh, congratulations to all the state champions out there. We are going to briefly touch on this because we don't have a lot of information about it but we're going to run through um the state champion teams for wrestling in the state of arkansas and i've got something on my mind here oh yeah i'm gonna go ahead and do it because you've been you know more about this than i okay. do so but. one so in the state of arkansas 1a through 4a is all grouped together in a classification so state champion in that classification this year for the boys first place you have shallow christian second place pulaski academy third place, Arkadelphia, and then the 5A uh, division, you have first place, Greenwood, second place, Mountain Home, third place, Lake Hamilton, and in the 6A division, you have first place was Bentonville, second place, Cabot, and third place, Bentonville West, and then as far as the girls go, to my knowledge, there's just one classification. Didn't know they had girls wrestling. I didn't either, and so I guess because there's not as many schools that have it, they group everybody together. Yeah. And so, for the first place, your state champion uh, in the girls' division was Mountain Home. Second place was Cersei. And then third place was Fayetteville. All right. You want to hear my thoughts? I'd love to hear it. Tell me who would have a shot against that girl from Norfolk and wrestling. <laughs> Norfolk. <laughs> I don't know. That girl missed out on a state championship. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I've never seen a high school girl they could take that girl down in wrestling. She's, she was a big girl. I mean, she's yes, strong, strong, athletic. Yeah, um, six what six four? She was six four. Yeah, but she wasn't just tall and and scrawny. No, I mean, I'm telling you, any I promise you, I ain't seen this girl from Mountain Home that won first place. <laughs> but I guarantee you, she walks in the ring, and that girl from Wolfwork shows up. She might turn well, around, and go well, and, and she she might have got a state championship just by default because nobody would. Have been That's in right, her class. in her class. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> Well, we could we couldn't go through all the weight classifications per per division because we'd be sitting here reading for fifteen minutes and yeah, but right, 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 right. We just wanted to touch base on the teams that actually won the state titles. Absolutely. All right. So now it's time to go to Omaha. That's right. Ugh. On to baseball we go. So we will transition into. Hog baseball, hog softball, and then we'll get into some high school baseball and softball as well moving forward, which will be a daunting task because there are so many teams that play across the state. In high it, it is, and I thought that there was not a tremendous amount of stuff to find 
mm-hmm. on basketball. It's going to be. It turns out it was quite a bit better than my baseball's got. <laughs> right. And we're going to have a treat for you uh, upcoming in the next two or three weeks. I'm going to possibly have some hog baseball players on the podcast. I'm not going to reveal any names yet until we get that nailed down. And then also we've got um, we've got a couple of guys that uh, we're going to have on as guests that uh, have a program here in the state that kind of shine some light and, and get some exposure for high school baseball kids. So um, we've got some exciting things coming up for high school baseball. I got a question for you. Yes, sir. At your age now, mm-hmm. how you feel right now physically? Oh gosh! <laughs> if you could go do one thing right now in sports, yeah, what would it be? As far as wh- what do you mean by go do one thing? Like, well, so let me give you my example. Okay, I have no desire to go put on football pads. <laughs> Been there, loved it. <clears throat> Not doing it. Be too painful. Yes, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts thinking about it. I love to watch it. Yeah. I like playing basketball with the kids. Never was going to be playing on the big screen. Right. I would love to go hit a baseball yeah. in a major league park. Sure. You know, <laughs> boy, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. For me, to me, just because I, maybe I feel like in my heart that I, I could have played football at the next yeah. level and I didn't. Like, yeah. for me, if, if I could go back and just play in a game just to see – yeah, I think that's what I would want to do. Just because, just because yeah. I, I played basketball, I know that feeling. It was great. I loved it. I loved competing. It was my, it was my favorite sport, even though it's probably my least, the sport I was the least yeah. good at. You know, but do uh, you feel like physically, you could strap it on? So I did about golly, I have to look it up. Eight, ten years ago. Yeah. So I, Heber Springs has an old timers game. Yeah. Full pads, full contact. Yeah. And I hurt for three weeks. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. <laughs> me, eight to ten years ago for me now, yeah. I'm sure it's a lot oh, yeah. lot less for you than it is me because <laughs> I've gone completely downhill <laughs> where everything hurts. Yeah. But uh, No, that would, that'd be cool. But I do miss baseball, too, for oh, sure. Oh, it was so fun. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. You know, and that's one thing, and not to get off, you know, dragging out here, but when I was home this last week, Clint, mm-hmm. you know, Clint loves baseball. Right. He played every day with my dad. Yeah. They went to the park, the place where I played my baseball games growing up. I mean, as far as the field, I hit my first home run on the batting cage I hit in. Right. He, every day he was out there hitting. And I, and I even took a picture or had uh, K take a picture. Me and my dad were playing catch. Yeah. Where Clinton Christopher were playing catch. And so, I mean, he's 70 years old. Sure. And we're playing catch. That's awesome. It was so fun. Yeah, that's cool. So the Hogs baseball team, man, they're rolling. They are rolling. They had a big series, conference series this past weekend against, at the time, number three, Mississippi State. Well, and you're looking at that. You're saying you got to get one. It'd be great if you can get two. Oh, absolutely. I mean, going into that series, you're thinking, man, we're if we could get one, it would be awesome. Yeah. If we could somehow pull out the win and win the series, that's huge. Huge. Not only did we win the series, we swept them in their place. In their place. And, and, and the most exciting thing for me about it was the bats. Yeah, they kind of come alive finally. Ooh, we have not seen that. We have not. Did Goodhart hit three home runs he over hit, the weekend? Yes, he did. He's hit, All in three games. He's hit four in four games. Is that right? Yeah, so he's hit – I think that's the first time that, that that's happened in like, I don't know how many years they said it on the broadcast. But 
Wallace hit two this weekend. Wallace hit two. I think Franklin hit two or yeah, three. Franklin has turned it on. Yeah, he he's has. over three hundred now. Yeah. So the first game we come out with Wicklander getting his first start of the weekend, uh, a conference weekend series, and it was huge for him to come out and pitch <laughs> well, man. You know, we saw him early, uh, and, and was pretty good Decent. for an inning. Yeah. Then he came out and was not very good. No. But we but what we've heard from the, the Van Horn says he's pitching better than he's pitched. Sure, he showed it Friday. He showed it. Well, when I saw the starting lineup for the pitchers and I saw he was going Friday, I was like, oh, golly, that's that's either going to go one or two ways." Yeah, but I tell you what, you don't see this happen very often, and I've never quite understood this. I don't know if it's just tradition or what, but the approach, I loved it. Yeah, because you always see Friday ace versus ace. Well. You know, in a situation like this, where we're not real, real sure who our ace is yeah. yet, probably would be Vermillion on most days. Although yeah. Saturday wasn't a great day for him, right? Um, we go ahead and throw Wicklander, and it's like, okay, if we beat their ace on Friday, which, and I'll tell you what I like about that, and if he can, if he can continue to do this, we're going to be trouble because if you, if he, let me, let me think about how to say, say this. He, if he can go into the game with the mindset of I don't have to be great for seven innings. Yes. If I can get through four. Yeah. And then you can bring in Paulette to get through That's three right. or four and get to your closers or your setup guy. Cost you. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be great for us a long period no. of time. Just give me three or four quality well, and we, innings. And that's what you know, we kept hearing about this bullpen or the depth. Let's just say that, the depth. And it was like, yeah, but we haven't really seen it. And so, okay, we're starting to see it. But, man, Costu's playing. Paulette has, this week was great out of, yeah. out of the bullpen. Yeah. Wiggins has been good every time sure. I've seen him. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Cobbs. Is man. it Kevin? Yeah, Cobbs. Pitching out of his mind. He is. He's pitching. This kid has is, is struggled at yes, times. he has. And uh, the one that struggled last year, who's always had problems with command, um, T- uh, Tess, uh, no. Oh, uh, Tress. Tress. Yeah. Yeah, he's pitching. Pitching great. Yes, absolutely. And so, like you said, when you've got that many that you can rely on, you don't have to – if you had to pull somebody in three innings, and we all know you can strike out nine in a row, you throw three balls, he, Dave Van Horn's moving to the top step. <laughs> he he's, he's up there saying, do it again. I dare you. <laughs> yeah, try Dude, me. Dude, try me. I'll, I'll walk right out there and jerk you. It's like mama when you drive it in the van back when you get out. I'll pull over. Yeah, don't make, don't make me pull this thing over. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the bats come alive. Uh, you know, we come out the first first inning, hit three home runs in the first inning, three solo home runs, and just kind of jumped on them. Beat, uh, beat them eight to two on Friday. Uh, solid outlet, uh, outing by Wicklander. He went five innings, only gave up two hits and one run. That's solid. Um, huge, it is. Huge for him, huge for us. Um, then I've got on Saturday, uh, kind of the second game, Mississippi State come out with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. They they scored three runs in the first against, you know, our guy who we thought was our ace, yeah. Vermillion, who has been really good. This is what's this is baseball for you. So right. he had faced ninety eight batters to that point and only given up eleven hits. Yeah. And they got seven hits on him in three innings. Yeah. Like it's and and that's one of those deals too, like you're talking about baseball. Like you're going to have a bad day. Yeah. We've seen a few years where somebody was special. You know, we've had a couple of pitchers, especially that yeah. they just never did. Right. But I mean, but even but even who was who was our last one that Campbell. was so good? Campbell. Yeah. His 
I guess he left sophomore, he, year. sophomore year. He was not very good. He was okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, man, <sighs> impressive. And and and, and Blaine Knight before that. Blaine Knight. That's right. Yeah, he he never did have a battle. I mean, yeah, he was you you junior chalk, and senior. You chalk it up Friday night. We're that's winning. right. We're winning. That's right. <laughs> it might be one zero. <laughs> yeah, but we're winning. But we just don't have that guy yet. We don't. But but I will say this. Um, Lockhart. He's been solid. Lockhart has been locked down. Yes, he has. He has. And even though – so I'll go back to Saturday's game. Um, you know, they jump out on us early three to nothing. We kind of break out, I think, in the fourth or fifth and score four or five. Yeah. And uh, end up winning that one, kind of going away. Um, end up – I think we scored 11. Is that right? I know we did Sunday. Uh, we we scored a bunch of runs all three games. Yeah, well, so we won eleven to five on Saturday, and then cops cops come in that game and shut them down the last four innings. So God, blows my mind. So when we've seen Mississippi State this mm-hmm. year as a hog fan, we saw them three games in Texas and three three games when we played them. Right. Maybe number three. Yeah, it might be a stretch. Maybe a stretch. I mean, of course, I'm sure they're not now after this weekend. I think they dropped to like eighth. Or yeah. Ninth. But uh, well, I think they went. They went two and one down there in Texas. Oh, I thought they went one and two. Mm-hmm. They went two. And oh, one. Okay, yeah. that ain't bad. No, I guess it was Ole Miss that. Ole Miss went three and zero. Oh. Okay, I think, okay. I think we only oh, lost that's one right. game. That's right. The SEC only lost yeah. one. They were they lost to TCU the first day. I believe that's right. Yeah, that's, right. Yeah. that's right. You're right. And then on Sunday, uh, like he said a minute ago, Lockhart, even though he didn't last as long as he, he has been, he still gave us three good innings. Our bullpen stepped up huge. Um, we had a big fourth and fifth inning and kind of took command of that game and then held on. Uh, Wiggins kind of got touched up a little bit. They brought him in in the eighth. And they, he did give up three hits, but he ended up getting us out of it and winning yeah. and having the save. So we won the, won the Sunday to take the sweep. With uh, Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Yeah. I can't crack up every time I see it. And Monk, Monk, Monk's been pitching yeah. okay. Yeah. So the Hogs softball girls are rolling, my man. They are number 15 in the country as well. They're 28-3 and three on the season, 9-0 and in the SEC play. They're only SEC team undefeated. Um, they had a, they had a sweep this weekend of Mississippi State as well. They won Friday 2-0, to zero, Saturday 8-7 to seven in a walk-off, and then Sunday 4-3 to three in a walk-off. So – Man, they're playing good ball. Yeah. They go to Auburn this weekend as Auburn comes to Fayetteville in baseball. Yeah. One thing we didn't mention, we forgot to mention, was uh, Ladybacks basketball. Oh, yeah, man. Beat by 13 seed. Laid an egg. We did. Yeah. Laid an egg. Right state, was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was the wrong day against the right state. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, me. So – That'll wrap us up for Hogs baseball and softball. Yeah. You, you got We're going to introduce high school baseball this week. Flyby. It is a flyby because we are not versed enough, I guess you'd say, in it. There is a lot of work that has to be done. This is true. Uh, but we do have an idea of who's who. Yeah. We're going to go over the top, the largest three conferences or, or classifications. We're going to do six, five, and four just to kind of go through who we think may be the top ten right now. Uh, and then next week we'll have a lot more info and we'll also be able to add softball. That's right. That's right. And so me and Matt are going to alternate <laughs> and do softball. He's going to do softball one week and I'll do baseball. Then the next week we'll flip-flop. That way we can both know be, what's going on. Be in, you know, <laughs> no, tuned in to what yeah, each side is doing. So 6A baseball, no shocker here. 
we've got Bryant at number one. They're twelve and one. They did lose to the Greenbrier Panthers. Our Panthers uh, should have lost to them twice. I was gonna say we had them beat the first time we played them. We fell apart. Yeah, uh, but uh, Bryant's twelve and one. You know they got uh, pitcher down there, old quarterback. Yeah, I always forget his Austin name. Austin Ledbetter. Ledbetter. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a commit, I think, to Arkansas yeah. baseball. Yeah, because he's talking about if they'll let him, he'll play football yeah. too. Uh, you know, number two, I mean, I almost went with Rogers right here. They're eleven and two, but I, I went ahead and put in Harbor. You know, I think they're pretty stacked. Yeah, uh, they're nine and two. Three went with Rogers. Uh, Conway, I've got Conway at four. Uh, they're thirteen and four, and they're, they're playing some ball right now. Conway's got a. They've got some kids on that team. Of course, Cooper grew up playing against a bunch of those kids right. that play for Conway. They they've got a good group of juniors on that team. Uh, number five went with Bentonville. Uh, Bentonville seven and two, uh, and then six through ten we got Cabot, Bentonville West, Southside Fayetteville Heritage. This all could change from top to bottom because <laughs> we are very limited on what how much we know what's sure. going on right now we just basically we looked at how they played against other teams well and that, so far and so in, in basketball we kind of had to find our sources of information to get what we were able to pull together and we we've still have to do that for baseball yeah. and softball and fortunately and i don't mind admitting this we'll be able to lean heavily on people like kevin bohannon sure yeah. uh and and kevin uh i saw on uh fearless friday that he said that there was going to be the maybe I think it was Associated Pressure, but there's going to be a poll come out. Okay, and he he had said he had the top fives. Gotcha. That he thought based on the votes. Okay, uh, which I use that in uh, in in part of this as well. Okay. So, uh, but Kevin's always been good to us. Right. You know, he, he 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 listens and he. Yeah. We'll get him on the show. Yeah. Need absolutely. To. Absolutely. So, 5A baseball, we got uh, Jonesboro, who continues to dominate at this classification. We've got them at number one at 12-2. and two. Van Buren, we've got to see this bunch play. They actually yeah. beat Greenbrier in a doubleheader. I called those games yeah, they're uh, good. from the booth. Yeah. They're a good ball club. They're 10-3. and three. We got them at two. Sheridan, who has been a machine uh, the last been. probably, what, six, seven years. Yeah. I mean, they're they're good. They're every, always good. Every year. They're, we got them at three, at nine and three on the year. Marion at four, ten and two. Benton, who's always a good baseball program here in the state, at seven and six. Russellville, who our Green Bear Panthers play today in a doubleheader in conference action. Uh, we got them at number six at eight and five on the they're season. They're playing pretty good ball. Yeah, Russellville's good. They've got some of those kids, too, that, that we have grew up playing. Yeah. They're good. Lakeside, nine and one. We've got them at seven. Lake Hamilton at eight and three. At eight. Cersei at nine at seven and two. And then Greenwood rounding out our top ten at five and four. Uh, there's some there is some thought that Jonesboro could be the best team in the state. Is that right? Yeah. Well they've got that um what was the quarterback's name that, that yeah, hurt his uh, leg? Um Cross jumper, cross jumper. Yeah, that hurt his leg, and, and yeah, and then Riker Acebo yeah. was the one that came in. Yeah, so yeah. Cross is committed to Tennessee That's to right. play baseball. That's right. Yeah, four um, A. So I want to ask Kevin about this whenever he, uh, whenever I talk to him again, because um, they had they, they didn't have Lone Oak in the top five, and I didn't know if they're good. Yeah. They're ten and one. Yeah. I've got them at number one. Yeah. Now, granted, Nashville and Shiloh have played in like the last twenty state championships. <laughs> Dude, they play each other all the time. Uh, but uh, 
I've got Nashville at two. They're twelve and two. They're playing some ball, man. I, I keep up with them because I'm kin to some of them, uh, and and so I see it on Facebook a lot. And they're playing some ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valley Views ten and zero. Don't know much about them. They're, that's that's a good baseball school up there too. Yeah, yeah. And Shallow is one. Of the, I mean, you look at the record. They're seven and three. If it wasn't shallow, I probably wouldn't have them this high. But don't be surprised to see them there. And they got end. some athletes. Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn's 11 and 1. Magnolia, we got them at 6. They're 7 and 2, one of Nashville's losses. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I think I think Boxside beat Nashville as well. So, so Magnolia, if I'm not mistaken, that's where Goodhart's from, right? It is. Yeah, because I believe he played. I believe he played against. Um, Caden Wallace, when Caden was a freshman, yeah, they played each other in state semifinals, I believe. That yeah. would make sense. Yeah, yeah. So, Moulton, uh, I didn't realize Moulton had a good baseball program. I didn't either. Uh, but, but Kevin's got them at five. Nice. Uh, we've got them at uh, at seven. Prairie Grove ten and one. <laughs> uh, Farmington, they're eight and three. They're in that conference with Shallow. Um, Pocahontas, they're nine and four. Uh, of course, they're over there in the east, mm-hmm. so or, or in the eastern part of the state. So, you know, this one here could really look a lot different too. Sure. But we know we know that Nashville's going to be as good, more than likely, than most teams. Uh, and shallow, we expect Valley View for sure. Uh, I just. And Lone Oak historically is good. Well, Lone Oak's got a great program. Well, and the only reason that I know Lone Oak is good this year is because I know two or three of the kids that play for Lone Oak, and and they're good ball players. Yeah, like that little Spencer Pepper kid that he played there, he was their quarterback most of yeah. the year. I mean, he kid can fly. He he usually leads off. I mean, he's play center field, track anything down yeah. type kid. Like he's a heck of a player. Was was Casey uh, Martin from Lone Oak? Yes, sure okay. was. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackrabbit, yeah, and but uh, the pitcher you talk, you said you mentioned a while ago, uh, Goodhart. No, the pitcher uh, from a few years ago, Automatic. Oh, Blaine Knight. Was he from Oak or was he from Bryant? No, he was from. I think he was Bryant, from Bryant. Yeah. Well, that's all we got right now for baseball. But stay tuned. More's coming. More's coming. All right, you got anything else, my man? Nope, that's it. That's going to wrap us up. It's kind of a, a mixed mash of a show. We had a little bit of high school basketball, yeah. high school baseball. Potpourri. <laughs> but it's good to be back. Good to be back on the podcast after a little break. Yeah. And, uh, thank you all for tuning in, man. It's been it's been a pleasure meeting a, a lot of people yeah. as we you know go, go out and watch some of these ball games. And, and it's been fun being interested in sports that we never, not necessarily sports, but high school sports yeah. that we really never would have really cared about. Yeah, it's been a blast. It has been. All right, we'll check y'all next week. All right, peace out, Monticello. You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.